Thanks for joining us at Faith. We hope the message you're about to hear encourages your day and draws you closer to Jesus. If you'd like to join us for service or find out more about the church, visit faith.church. That's faith.church. Well, good morning, everybody. And listen, before we get started any further into this morning's message, I want to say happy Mother's Day to you moms today. You are special. There's something, there's something very significant about your life. And our families, this church, the world, one, wouldn't exist without you. But two, we would not be the same without the fingerprint of God on your life. Which is really, I hope you understand this out of Genesis chapter 1. When God created Adam and Eve, he made, he made them in his image. And as a female, you express a portion of who God is to the world. So we wouldn't fully understand really what, what, what all these significant little things that happen from God's heart through us to the world without you. So I just want to say we love you. We're so grateful for you, grateful for how you lead in your families and how you serve in your families. Each one of you is special. Each one of you is important. And if you're also today and you're believing from God that he would allow you to be a mother, we're going to pray for you at the end of service that God would also heal you and touch you and open up doors for you to be a mom. So moms, we love you so much today. And welcome everybody to our Sunday service as we gather together and really open our hearts to hear from the Lord from his word. We're continuing in this series that we've called Be Free. We base this series out of the book of Galatians. And just again, some context here. This, this book or this letter was written to the church in Galatia. And this church in Galatia, they had been, they'd been saved, they'd been established, they were walking in the grace and the love of God. And then these people came in that started telling them that actually what it means to be a true Christian is you need to obey the rules of the law. You need to obey what, this, what it says in the Old Testament. If you don't do that, you're not a true Christian. And so what Paul writes in this book is that, that people have come in and have, have taken away your freedom. You are, you're actually being led into slavery to your flesh because what they were doing is they thought if I work harder that means God will love me more if I, if I obey the the rules of the law then God will then bless me more and Paul would say no 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 what are you doing he actually said at one point who cut in and bewitched you you're running a race and now you're you're, you're following this other teaching and it's not the gospel of Jesus Christ. And so the whole theme of this book is you need to be free from that in Jesus' name. But also the significance of this book is you understanding this, that God's grace that was given to you without merit, without you earning it, he was, it was given to you so that you could be free. Be free from whatever it is that holds you in slavery. You can be free from sin. You can be free from your flesh. You can be free from sinful desires. You can be free. It's available to you to walk in victory because of the grace and the love of Jesus Christ. Guys, today I'm talking to you about a topic that is relevant to every single one of us. And Paul is writing the church and telling them and speaking to them about burdens. But again, you need to understand the context of the book is the grace of God. So I titled this, The Grace to Carry Burdens. And here's the truth. Everyone has burdens. Everyone. You can act like you don't. You can, you can throw up the, the facade that you don't, but the fact is you do. Now, not everyone has wealth. But everyone has burdens. Not everyone has, has total and complete health, but everyone 
has burdens. Not everyone has a talent to use in, in, in some capacity, or they might have a small one, or it's different than someone else's, but everyone has a burden. And at this moment, especially in times like, like, like now, when you, everyone's world's flipped upside down, you kind of feel like, what's going on? When's the end of this thing? You're, you're, you're closed in with your, with your family, which was great the first three weeks, and now you're like, oh, I can't take this anymore. There are certain burdens, and there might be burdens that are coming up in your families. You might be carrying a family burden today. You might be carrying a financial burden, a physical burden, a mental burden, an emotional burden, relational burdens. But th- this is what you need to know. This is a part of life. We know that Jesus said, you will have troubles. But what I love about this this passage and this word today is that no matter what you're walking in, this burden in your life, Jesus has given you the grace to walk through it, to overcome it. He's going to give us some principles how we as a church, as believers, can be there for one another to carry each other's burdens as well. You might be struggling today. Maybe it's a vocational burden. Maybe it is a relational burden because of where we're at in life. But the Bible is clear. As followers of Jesus, again, he wants to give you grace to walk out and give instruction. So let's look at this passage out of uh, Galatians chapter 6. And this passage is very, very powerful, but it's important you understand the whole context of it. So that's my heart today is that as we walk through this, that you would receive instructions from the Lord and then you would, you would obey it by faith. I'm not saying obey it by feeling. You would obey it. God, I don't know if I, I don't know if that's really, if I can do that, but I want you to know he's giving you the grace to obey his word. And for your mom, and for you moms today, you're carrying burdens. Many of you moms are carrying burdens that probably no one even knows about. Your husband doesn't. Your kids don't. Maybe not even your close friends know. God wants to speak to you today because it's very important that you are able to surrender those burdens and you're able to be ministered to today in the name of Jesus. So let's look at this passage today out of Galatians chapter 6. This is Paul writes. He's writing to the church and he's writing to us because the word of God is still the same yesterday as it is today. He says this, carry each other's burdens And in this way, you will fulfill the law of Christ, which is love God with all your heart and love your neighbor as yourself. That's what he's speaking of. If anyone thinks they are something when they are not, they deceive themselves. Each one should test their own actions. Then, then they can take pride in themselves alone without comparing themselves to someone else. For each one should carry their own load. And this is a word to us as a church, and I'm going to get straight into this today. God's grace has allowed you to be free to carry other people's burdens. And so, number one, what can we learn from this passage, and what does God want to speak to you today about this passage? God's grace allows you to be free to, number one, to consider and to carry the pain of others. This is what, what, that's what this, this word says. That we're to carry each other's burdens. One, you can't do it without the grace of God. But two, God's grace has empowered you and set you free to consider, in other words, to notice, and to carry the pain of other people. Carry each other's burdens is what the, is what the passage says. Carry each other's 
burdens. This word, it's very important you know this, this word burden actually is talking about a crushing load. The Greek word of this burdens is a, is a load that is crushing, a load that is, you cannot carry it on your own. So what God's saying to you today is that he wants you as a follower of Jesus, as a disciple of Jesus Christ, to be involved in carrying the burdens of your brothers and sisters in Christ. That's what the Word says. And I want to challenge you today, especially in seasons like now. It's really easy to just think about me. It's really easy for all of us to just think about my needs, what I'm going through. But according to the Scripture, by the grace of God, He set us free from our selfish desires. We're We're no longer slaves to our flesh. We are actually now empowered by the Spirit. And the Bible's talking about here is that it's a total selfless act to carry someone else's burdens. Think about it. It's, it's selfless to say, I will help you carry the burden. But that's an act that you can only do by the Spirit of God. Because in the flesh, again, we're burdened by us. But in the Spirit, the grace of God, so listen to this, the grace of God that's on your life Once we come into a relationship with God, once we walk with him, once he begins to shape us and mold us into the image of Jesus, lifts our eyes from my burdens to others' burdens. That's that's the heart we see in Jesus, that he came as a servant, not considering his own rights. What were his own rights? He He was at the right hand of the Father. He had every right. He came to serve and not be served. That's the image that we're to be conformed into. Not our selfishness. And so God's given us the grace. And and God's given us the instructions through his words that as part of a church, we're to carry each other's burdens. And if you're wondering through this season, and this is a challenge because so many people I'm talking to, the season makes them feel like, I don't know what to do. I I don't know what I can do. I'm, I'm, I'm restless. I don't know what to do. Listen, in this season, I'm going to give you a challenge, a daily mission challenge. Be aware and consider the burdens of other people and ask God to give you the grace to help make them lighter for them. I'm so proud of many of us in our church that you're serving one another. You're you're taking care of those who fall within the, the vulnerable age group. We're taking groceries, you're calling people, you're praying for people. You are carrying other people's burdens. I just want to challenge, though, all of us together to consider one another. I I also want to, I want you to know something. The Spirit of God speaks to you. And and it's not a voice that that shows up and comes to the speakers of your car or, or yells at you. No, many times, it can. I mean, God can do whatever he wants. He's God. But for the most part, it's a still small voice. And if you hear that still small voice, hey, call so-and-so. Hey, pray for so-and-so. Hey, make sure so-and-so has what they need. I want to encourage you, do it. Because God is leading you. He's speaking to you. The Spirit of God is guiding you as his hands and his feet to one another in this church. That's why it's important to be a part of a church. Because if, you're not, if you just float around a church, 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 you actually don't belong to a body. This is the body. If God's called you here, you belong to. And people, God is putting you on people's hearts and minds. 
And God is putting people on your hearts and minds. And so part of this carrying each other's burdens is to be active and responding to that still small voice. I'm just going to call someone and see how they're doing. And then see what the opportunity God gives you. Be aware and then consider the burdens of other people. Because God has given you the grace to make them lighter. You know what, when I read this whole idea about the burdens and carrying each other's burdens, Paul doesn't actually specify what type of burdens. He just says burdens. So the burdens, really, that you would have the opportunity to help carry for people. Maybe it's the burden of mental illness or physical illness. Maybe it's the burden of demonic oppression, and you're going to intercede and minister to them. Maybe it's a burden of addiction, the burden of a family crisis or financial crisis. But the Bible is clear that in times of need, we, we, you are to carry burdens for other people. So those burdens don't crush a brother or a sister in Christ. Moms, you have burdens. Husbands, your job is to help carry mom's burdens. Kids, your job is to consider and help carry mom's burdens. Dads, men, you have burdens. Wives, children, brothers, sisters, your job is to help carry those burdens. However it is, that is our responsibility. That's what a church should be about. Actually, the church is set up, it's modeled after the family. Actually, everything in our, in, in, all that we do as really, as, uh, as the kingdom of God is set up from the Garden of Eden, the, the model of family. That's what the church should be. The church should be a place where hurting people can actually come because there's people that are faithful in that house. As many of you have been, I'm so proud of you. But they come because they know there's someone who will help them carry their burdens. Another way that you can carry people's burdens, now listen to me, this is very important, is your words. What do you speak over people in your life? What do, what do you, what, when, when they're down, do you speak words of faith or do you speak words of fear? Do you point out what's wrong in their life or do you point out what God sees and the potential, that, that what, how God can use this situation in their life? Encouragement, according to the Bible, it's a gift. It's a gift that you, as you use it, encouragement. What that means is to place courage inside of somebody. Say, listen, I believe in you. You can do this. You're going to overcome this. I, I feel like I have the gift of encouragement. That's why I often t- speak and tell you, listen, you're going to get through this. Listen to me right now. You will overcome this. I know you may be suffering right now, but I'm telling you, God's faithful. He's going to get you through it. You're going to overcome it. God sees you. He's for you. He, he has the hairs on your head numbered. He knows your name. He's waiting for you. Just call out to him. What happens is all of a sudden we're like, yeah, yeah, I can do this. I can do it. That's what we can do for one another. We can encourage each other. Lift each other up. Help them to see their situation by faith. Help them to know, hey, listen, I know you're hurting right now. And God's working this and using this in your life. But I'm telling you, you're going to get through this. And you know what? Actually, we're going to get through this together. Let them know you're praying for them. Let them know they're not alone. Be a lifter. Don't be someone who pulls down. Don't be someone. Who, listen, there's, there's the... 
the joke about, you know, someone's a Captain Obvious. You're going through a hard, difficult time, and they're like, well, wham, that really sucks. Well, thanks, Captain Obvious. Thank you. I really, that really helped me. No, don't be that person. Be the lifter. Be the encourager. Be the one who calls things out of people that they don't even see themselves. Infuse courage into people's lives. Paul is saying, listen, don't let people within your Christian fellowship that God's called you, don't let them become crushed. Let's carry each other's burden. Another point here is in this passage, it's clear. It's clear. Now, this is going to be tough for us Coloradan Americans, but it's clear that we're not self-sufficient as believers, actually. Everybody just likes to think, I just need my Bible and Jesus. That's all I need. No, that's actually not what it means to be a part of the body of Christ. What you need is other people in your life. That's the truth. We are not self-sufficient as believers. I know we want to be self-sufficient, but we're not. The Scripture tells us that we cannot carry all of our own burdens. If, if we could, Paul wouldn't have said carry each other's burdens. He's speaking to a church. We are always to look and see how we can carry each other's burdens. Yes, yes, of course. We're always to obey Psalm 55 that says this. Cast your cares on the Lord and he will sustain you. Amen. Absolutely. Yes, we are to do that. And yes, we know that Jesus bore our ultimate burden when he died in our place. And uh, even, even through trials and through pains, we know this, that Jesus bore and made the way for us to overcome. But the truth is this, when you are a part of the body of Christ, we're to share in the trials and the struggles with each other. Even the heroes of the Bible weren't totally self-sufficient. I hope you know that. Look at, uh, look at Moses in Numbers chapter 11. He says, I cannot carry all these people by myself. The burden is too heavy for me. He's like, white flag, I need some help here. In Exodus 18, Jethro told Moses, what you're doing is not good because Moses was trying to do it all himself. He says, Moses, listen, basically he was like, you are going to burn yourself out trying to carry this burden all on your own. You can't do this alone. In 2 Corinthians, Paul said that he was weary and afflicted. And the Lord used Titus. The Lord sent Titus to come and help him and lift him and carry his burden. Paul said that God comforted us and me by the arrival of Titus. What's this showing us? The heroes of the Bible needed other people to help them carry their burdens. God's showing us both that we need support at times. You need support. But also we have to give support at times. Serving one another is what it means to be a church. That's what it means. I know a lot of people, you, you, you can miss the joy of helping others. Many times, maybe, maybe you're not open to helping others or giving or serving someone because of pride or maybe it's even selfishness. This was happening in the church in, in Galatians as well. They were thinking of their own needs. And no, 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 listen, uh-uh, it's all about me. Yeah, I'll take your help, but, or actually, I'll keep something to myself so I won't help anyone else. But Paul says this out of Galatians 6, and this is the whole passage in the context of this. If anyone thinks there's something <laughs> when they're not, they're deceiving themselves. 
Do you know what Paul's saying there? The whole context is Paul is saying that some people think they're above stooping and helping people in need. They're above having to carry other people's burdens. And those who think that way are actually deceived. The other way can be the same thing. There are those who can think that I actually can carry my own burdens. I don't need anybody's help. And and actually what Paul's saying, you're deceived. You need people. Because you're loved, because you're cared for here, because people know you, because God's planted you here in this church to receive encouragement and lifting and to give encouragement and lifting and to help carry burdens. And I really pray that God allows us to walk in his grace and serving one another. We would embrace the grace of God. And the more you embrace the grace of God, this is the truth, the more it will flow through you to others. So be free today to carry other people's burdens. So, but let me ask you this today. What are your burdens? Because your burdens matter. Let someone help carry it for you. There are times in my life when I'm feeling the burden. I'll shoot a text to one of my friends and say, hey, will you pray for me? I'm just feeling heavy, man. I'm feeling like, man, I, and they say, I'm on it. I'm praying for you. Just knowing someone's praying for you lifts me. It helps me. Now someone's helping me carry the burden. Someone's helping me navigate this. There are many crushing burdens in life. Maybe you're going through one today. There's the loss of a loved one. That's a crushing burden. You are not to walk that alone. There's maybe the loss of a marriage, a divorce. Listen, so many people hide under the shame of their their marriage fell apart, and now on the other side, now they can't even ask a Christian for help or someone in their church because they're going to judge me. No, listen, listen, listen. That's a lie from the enemy. We're going to serve you. We're going to help you. We're going to help heal you as you walk through this difficult time. And for many of us, it's hard to admit that we need help. You just think, you know, I just need to keep my chin up and push through. But what you really need to do is probably put your head down and pray and ask for help. God wants to touch you today. Let me ask you a question. Just some challenging questions today as we are all growing differently through this very unique time. Do you look for people in your life who need you to share their burden? You may be thinking, Jason, I've got enough burdens on my own. I don't have room for anybody, anything else. Well, I know it doesn't make sense, but when you start thinking about helping carry other people's burdens, your own burdens begin to get lighter. It's this divine, supernatural thing. That's why it doesn't make sense. That's, that's why you think, well, how, how does worshiping God make me feel, you know, closer to God? It doesn't make sense. I don't know. Try it. And then all of a sudden, you know, yeah, it works. How does, how does obeying Scripture actually help me live the life of freedom? I, I thought I'm free outside of Scripture. And then all of a sudden you obey, obey Scripture and you realize, I'm the freest I've ever been in my life. It's kind of like giving financially. You're like, it doesn't make any, why am I going to give when I have a need? And then you give, and then all of a sudden, some, it's, it got, God's kingdom is upside down. In other words, you only get to keep what you give away. It doesn't make sense. Let me encourage you, begin to give away 
what you need yourself to other people and carrying them, encouraging them. William Booth, the founder of Salvation Army, in 1865, they were in, in England. And so there was a, uh, a large gathering that was, that was happening. He was invited to address the crowd of all the workers and the volunteers of the Salvation Army. But he was actually not feeling well, not able to attend. And he was asked to send maybe a, a, a transcript, a, um, something that they could read on behalf of him. And this is what he said. The Christian life isn't about me. It's about Jesus and others. Now listen, and once you get the Jesus part right, you'll be consumed by loving others. God set you free to consider and to carry the burdens of others. The second thing, God's grace allows you to be free. Number two, to carry the load of your own responsibilities. This is really important for us to understand. God gives you the grace to carry the load of your own responsibility. Because that's why the passage says this. Each one should carry his own load or his own burden. This is a different word, actually. When you first read the scripture, you think, is Paul contradicting himself? He says, carry each other's burden. He's like, never mind, you carry your own burden. No, that's not what he's saying. What this means, there are two different words. The first word, burden, actually means a crushing, overwhelming weight. Could, like we talked about, could be a death, could be something you just cannot. And you navigate yourself and you need people in your life. But then the second one refers to this area, refers to the Greek word actually is, says the same word they would use for like a soldier's backpack. That you, you carry your own supplies. Really, this is Paul just encouraging them to take personal responsibility for their own lives. So many times in our journey, we'd like to blame everybody, but actually Paul's saying, listen, yes, there are some things you can't carry, but there are some things you must carry because that's how you produce maturity. That's how you produce perseverance. That's how you grow. That's how you, you begin to navigate your journey with God. He's reminding them you've been set free to be an overcomer to carry the load that life requires. But it's not on your own efforts. Remember, the whole context of the book is God's grace. He set you free. So God set you free to be able to handle and to carry your own responsibilities. He will sustain you. He will keep you. He will show you. He'll give you strategies. So God's wanting us to be free to carry our own responsibility. But here's the truth about our own responsibility. Many times we carry unnecessary weights in our backpack. We carry maybe someone else's load that they should be carrying because it's their responsibility and we pick it up ourselves and so we feel weighted down. Why? Because you are carrying things in your backpack of life that God doesn't want you to carry. There were some things that God has placed in your life as a responsibility and he'll give you the grace to handle it. But you need to know this, that which God gives you to carry, he will also give you the grace to carry it. If there are things in your backpack that you don't have the grace to carry, it may mean that he doesn't want those in your backpack. There are things I can do for you, sorry, there are things I can do for you, but also you can do for me. But on the flip side, there are things I can't do for you, and there are things that you can't do for me. Even in the area of worship, you can't worship for me. I can't worship for you. 
I can't receive Christ for you. I can't submit your, I can't, I can't submit your life to the Lord for you. You can't receive and do that for me. I can't, I, I know I can't pray for you, but I can't pray as your substitute. That's your responsibility for your life. I can't serve the Lord for you, and you can't serve the Lord for me. There, there are things that God's given us that we're required to walk out and carry. Why? Because we're his kids, because we're, we're growing, and he's, he's giving us responsibility because he trusts us with him. Really, to this point, I think it's just incredibly practical. Each of us is to carry our own responsibility. Well, Jason, well, I don't understand. Okay, very simple things, and they will apply to other things, like going to bed and waking up. That's your responsibility. Working a job, spending money wisely, raising your kids. But there are other areas that you're going to need help, like bearing the burden of grief, maybe abandonment, maybe single parenting, loss of a job. Maybe getting older and not being able to do what you used to do. Those are burdens that the church is here to carry. There are other burdens that God's entrusted you to carry. Now, the truth is this, and this is what I believe God wants to do, especially now, because now is the time of reprioritization for our life. Get stuff out of your backpack that shouldn't be there. Ask people to carry burdens that you can't carry. Begin to open your life to the grace of God. Some people treat everything like a backpack, and they refuse to tell anybody or ask anybody for help. Some treat everything like a burden, using up a lot of people's times and resources that really God's just entrusted them to take care of themselves. Galatians 6, I, think, I love how the, this paraphrases, this passage says this out of the message. Each of you must take responsibility for doing the creative best you can with your life. And God will give you the grace to do that. And times like now, now's the time. What's in your backpack? What's the load God's trusted you to carry? Are you suffering under the heaviness of your backpack? Well, it's time to remove some stuff. Now's the time. It's time to reorganize. And the grace of God will give you the courage and the discernment to do just that. God wants you to be free from burdens, but he also wants to give you the power to carry and to walk out your own life that he's called you to walk out. There's one more kind of burden that I want to mention. It's because Jesus mentioned it. And I want you to receive this today. God will give you the grace to number three, to take upon yourself the burden of Jesus. Jesus said this in Matthew 11. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened. Is that you today? I'm sure it's a lot of us today. Listen to this. Listen to what Jesus says. And I'll give you rest. Take my yoke. This word yoke means take my ways, my teaching, my truth upon you. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. This whole idea of yoke, it's, it's important to understand. One, it's, it's, a, it's a wooden bar that farmers would use to link two animals together and to pull a wagon so you think, well, Jason, that's, that, I'm, I don't want to wear that. That may seem a little weird. Listen, don't worry. That's, that's not what Jesus exactly was saying. What it was saying is this, that as you take his yoke, you are yoked together with him. You're pulling 
your life with Jesus. But here's the, here's the beauty. You're actually walking alongside him. He's supplying all the power, all the direction. The yoke is understanding his truth will help you get through anything you face. Jesus was saying, my truth will help you. It will lighten you. It will give you a life you actually desire and want to live. Really, in a real way, what this means is you're just along for the ride with Jesus. You even get the rest along the journey. When he turns, you're going to turn with him. When you, listen, you're going to leave the old behind and you're going to continue learning from him. But listen, you're following him. You're following his truth. You're listening to his voice. That's his burden. And his burden isn't a burden at all. It's actually light and it's easy and it's life-giving to you. He extends this invitation to you today for any of you who is tired and burdened. When we face fear in our lives, what yoke, what teaching are you believing? Are you believing this is, this is going to crumble? I'm not going to make it? Well, let me ask you, is that the teachings of Jesus? It's not. Jesus said, I will supply all of your needs. Jesus said, don't worry about tomorrow. For even the birds of the air, don't worry. Because God takes care of them. That's the yoke. That's the teaching you need to remember. When, when, you feel, when you feel like you're in trouble, you need to remember, wait, wait, what's the yoke of Jesus? Is that, is that this God is the ever-present help in times of trouble. That's the lightning of your load. Receive that today from Jesus. There are burdens, yes, we can share with others. There are burdens that God gives us the grace to carry alone. But there are burdens so heavy. And so personal that really we just have to give them to the Lord Jesus Christ. That's why Peter says this in 1 Peter chapter 5. Cast all your anxiety on him because he, he actually cares for you. Now why, why, why did Peter remind them that God cares for them? You know why? Because in life we can forget it. You can forget that God actually cares for you. He's redeemed you. He loves you. You're precious to him. He's nothing like your earthly father or your earthly parent. He cares for you. And you can bring your fears, your anxieties, your troubles, and you can put them on him. And you can take a breath and you can be free from everything you're carrying that God doesn't want you to carry. The Lord wants you to give him everything. So today we're challenged by the word. We're challenged to carry each other's burdens. We're challenged, you know what? It's time for me to prioritize my own responsibilities. What am I carrying that I shouldn't? And then also, what, what should I be carrying personally that I, I'm not? And then also allowing the life-giving truth, the yoke, the teachings, the truth of Jesus to carry us. That's what we're going to step into. And that's what I believe God wants us as a church, to grow in these areas. Listen, you need to know that this is unprecedented times, but this is an opportunity for us to do some evaluation in our lives and you can do it by the grace of God. You can't do it on your own. You can't do it in your flesh. It's about humbling yourself and saying, Lord, here I am.
Listen, I know that God's spoken to some of you about carrying other people's burdens. Actually, while I was speaking, you, you thought of other people's names. You're like, I need to call them. Listen, keep listening. Keep listening. There's some of you that realize you've got too much in your backpack. And you've got to offload some of that. And you've got to carry your own load. And God will give you the grace. There's some of you today that are so weary and so tired and so exhausted. You don't even know how to, how to move forward. Receive. Receive the yoke of Jesus. Because he cares. And his burden's easy. And his burden is light. I want to pray for you today. And if you're there just with your families in your homes, wherever you are, just take the hand of the person next to you. If you're by yourself or maybe with, you're with a group of other people watching together, just take the hand of the person to the left and to the right of you. And I'm going to pray God's blessing over your life. And then we're going to take some time. We're going to pray for our mothers. We're going to pray for those women who want to be mothers as well. So let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come before you today not because we have all the answers, because we acknowledge we don't. And Lord, you are raising up a church that looks like you, that acts like you, that loves one another, that serves one another, that is responsible in our lives, and that is walking in the truth of your teaching. Lord, today I pray that you would help the people today that are carrying burdens that you don't want them to carry, they need, they need someone to help them carry it. Lord, may you give them the grace to share what that burden might be with someone else. Also, God, there are those who, who you are, you're speaking to them. I need to help carry someone else's burden. I need to help carry this individual's burden. So I'm going to reach out. God, give them the grace to do that today, regardless, no matter what that burden is. God, every person's burden is unique to them. But Lord, Infuse us, empower us to be as the New Testament church that took care of one another, that carried each other's burdens. God, I pray for those today that you are speaking to, convicting about things in their, in their life that are out of order. And that, Lord, maybe some people are realizing, I don't even have God in the right order in my, in my load of life. And I'm going to put him in the right place. I'm going to put my, my family in the right place. I'm going to put my job in the right place. I'm going to put finances in the right place. And I'm going from this point forward because of the grace of God. I'm going to walk in a fresh new responsibility. Honoring my heavenly father. And so God, we just bless you today. God, I pray for every family, every individual that's struggling. God, I pray that you'd fill them with peace in the name of Jesus. I come against the spirit of fear and the spirit of confusion over their life in Jesus' name. Lord, I pray for healing over their bodies, over their minds, over their emotions. God, I pray for the dulling of the craving of addiction in Jesus' name. Lord, I ask you they would open their hearts to you and they would receive freedom in every area of their life today. God, begin to heal families, begin to restore individuals, begin to heal minds. And Jesus, may we put you in the rightful place. We fix our eyes on you. In Jesus' name, amen. We're going to take a moment and we're going to pray for our moms today. So if you're, if you're a mom and you're around your family, just just. Family, put your, put your hands on her. You, we're going to bless her today. And if you're a wife 
and you are really asking God to give you a child, we're going to pray for you as well. So God, right now, we want to pray for this mom who carries burdens, who serves her family, who takes care of kids and meals and encourages, makes the home nice, but also leads her kids spiritually, supports and strengthens. She leads alongside her husband as they, as they accomplish the call on their home and in the world through their family. God, we pray right now that you would bless mom right now in Jesus' name. Bless her, encourage her, strengthen her, heal her. God, restore her, bring health to her, mind, soul, body, in Jesus' name. Lord, may we who have a mother, may we honor her, may we respect her, may we treat her with the value that we really see her has and the value she brings. We bless you, Mom, today in Jesus' name. And God, today we pray for those who are longing to have a child. That, Lord, they've prayed, and for, for whatever reason, God, it hasn't happened. Lord, I ask you, I speak and, and, and sing. There's a scripture, Isaiah, singing to the barrenness. Lord, I'm asking you that you would heal their womb in Jesus' name. That you would release whatever needs to be released so they can have a child. God, we pray, we submit this situation to you. Lord, you place in them a mother's heart. And God, for whatever reason, they don't have a child. But God, today, we pray that you would heal them. You would touch them. You would strengthen them. You would remove every lie that the enemy has told them in Jesus' name. About themselves, about you, God. And that, Lord, you would encourage and lift them up. So, God, we speak life over them in Jesus' name. We all say amen and amen. Listen, if you're joining us today as well and you've never given your life to Jesus, listen to me right now. It's important you listen to this. You have the opportunity right now to give your life to Jesus, to ask for his forgiveness, to accept his forgiveness and become a disciple of Jesus. And the scripture says that if you acknowledge with your mouth and you feel the conviction of the Holy Spirit, you realize right now, I'm a sinner, I need Jesus. And you know that that's the Holy Spirit showing you that you're a sinner. And you can't repent from things that, that the Holy Spirit doesn't show you need to repent from. If you feel that right now, I'm going to lead you in a prayer and your life's going to be saved. You're going to be rescued from the kingdom of darkness and brought into the kingdom of light. So if you want to receive that today, right where you are, I want you to pray with me. Say, Lord Jesus, forgive me of my sins. I believe that you died on the cross. I believe that you're the son of God. I believe that you rose from the dead. And I believe that you did it all for me. I receive your forgiveness today. Forgive me, for I have sinned against you. Make me a son. Make me a daughter. Lord, help me right now to walk out the life you have for me. Thank you for loving me. Thank you for forgiving me. And from this day forward, with your help, I'm going to follow you. In Jesus' name, amen. Listen, if you prayed that prayer, I just want to ask you if you could just text the word saved to the number that's on the screen. Because it's important. You can't walk this alone. As we just said, you can't carry your burdens alone. You need people. And we want to be that people for you. 
Listen, everybody, I love you. Grateful for our church. Grateful for our friends that are joining us wherever you are. Begin to walk fresh and anew in the grace and the love of God. May God continue to use you, bless you, strengthen you today. Listen, I want you to know something. You are free in Jesus' name by his grace. So receive that freedom today. God bless. We hope you enjoyed the message. If you'd like to watch a service live online, you can join us every Sunday at 10 a.m. at live.faith.church. For everything else, visit faith.church. That's faith.church.